0: And what up Wolves? It's Don Chenz, and we are back with a new interview and we have musical artists. I'm actually in Philadelphia right now in uh, my friend Kevin and Sam's apartment. They're letting me use this. So shouts out to them. I got first name Dane. How's it going? What's up? We just met five minutes ago. Five minutes. And we're already best friends. We're homies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My first immediate question. You don't put spaces in your name. Why is that?
1: That honestly may just be laziness if I'm keeping it whole. G, uh, I don't know. Aesthetically, it looks cool, I guess. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll re- revisit that, <laughs> put some dashes in or something like oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true, yeah. You could do something like
1: that, yeah.
0: that's funny, yeah. I don't know, it's like a rapper thing, right? You just got to do something,
1: yeah, put dollar I, signs in it or something. Yeah, it was originally just Dane. And my Instagram handle was first name Dane, or my name Dane. Then I changed it to first name Dane. And then I think the first show we did, without asking me, they were just like, I think it's rap names, first name Dane. And me being a quiet dude, I was like, fuck it, yeah, yeah like, whatever, let's rock <laughs> with it. Yeah, better Same. than Dane, I guess. Let's rock with it.
0: Yeah, sure, it's different, right? Yeah, Dane. Yeah, um, so I found out about your music because you have, um, song called Amore. My friend Rami put me onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go on, we were just discussing, if you go on like Apple, iTunes or uh, Apple and Spotify, that's like the one song you see, but you've been uh, putting in work for a while, right? You've been making
1: music for a while. How long has For, that sure, been? for sure. Yeah. We, we've been, I've been writing and making music since I was probably like, in middle school, I always, I mean, I feel like every little kid who ever listened to hip hop wrote raps at one point, uh, as it just, it just came down to a matter of actually going and recording those. And I didn't get really comfortable doing that until maybe like when I was almost like 20. And then I was just like, you know what? Maybe I could do this. How old are you now? I'm 27 now. So like it's it, it is a young man's game, but I'm like, you know what, let me take it let's take it as on my own pace, really. I always made music and then I got serious about it, and then I life happens and then you're like, Well fuck. What do I do? But like I always come back to music really, and that's a big part of what happened with Amor, really. Like I was I was in a hole, stressed the fuck out just making beats in my basement, which is, was also my room at the time. And I don't know if you ever lived in a basement, but that shit can get depressing. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Very depressing, especially when your window just looks at concrete. So like more came from a place of like, just sort of like despair. And uh, now people are dancing to it sorta, of, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. It's like amor. it's like, that's what, that It came from a dark place, and people are fucking with it.
0: Yeah. It's a great song. I mean, that's, like, the the one reason, like, Rami showed it to me. He's like, yeah, hey, my boy made it. And I was like, damn, this is awesome. And then I looked, and that was it. And then I listened a while, and so I was like, hey, let's set something up. So it's good. Yeah.
1: Now, people get in my ear all the time. They're like, bro, you have to be out there more. You have to drop more shit. And I'm like. Yeah.
0: Man. How Do you feel like, because that's, like, the wave now is to just. Quantity over quality. It's all about streaming, right? So, do you feel like pressure? Like, nah, I should just be like banging shit out and like hopefully something sticks.
1: Absolutely. It's like it, people. I mean, look at how short songs are getting. The, the attention span for music is so short. You could have a good album this this year, and then next year, people have already forgotten about you if you don't drop again within the, the next couple months or so. But, I mean, you can't give into that pressure though. Because once you give into that pressure, you're not delivering your best. And a lot of times artists are just in their own head and they don't put out music just because they feel like they got to be perfect. And a lot of people just need to let go of their shit. And that's what I'm starting to learn, to just let go of some music and some content and let the people decide what's great. And if I'm comfortable with it, then that's fine just be out there
0: right Because i feel like too the other thing is like i didn't know much about you like i'm gonna hopefully get to know you while we're mm-hmm. talking now but when i say oh all right this song's good i go to look and i don't see much else so to me it almost comes off like oh he must have just started but you've been saying you've been doing shit since you were 20 so it almost like it makes it seem like you're new it makes it like it it very much how much music you have almost changes like the, how people perceive you as well i think
1: for sure absolutely I, like you see that you see one song, you're like, oh, this guy's fresh on the scene. But I mean, like a lot of people say, the uh, the overnight story is really like years and years of hard work behind it. And I'm luckily I'm getting to a space where I'm comfortable with my music. I used to hate my rap voice. Why I still is that I still sort of too, do. A, I don't know. It just to- seems I don't know if you can tell now, but I sort of talk in a monotone way, like not so much like Bueller, Bueller, like that guy, but like, but like I've been working on that and just like recently I've just grown to be like, yeah, I think my voice is actually okay. And then just have more confidence on songs and on tracks.
0: I feel like that just comes with the more you do it though. Like I like I actually I'm a huge uh stan of Tyler the creator and he always talks about like his voice is mad deep and he's like I hated my voice so he never he always wanted to, he's like I always wanted to sing, but I hated my voice so he never did and then eventually after making music for a while he's like you know what like fuck it, I'm just gonna go for it and you just kinda get used to it and you just take more risks.
1: Yeah, his, so his he might have one of the best rap voices.
0: Yeah, and he hates rapping. <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah, but it's, it's crazy because, like, you just see, like, his last album, Igor, he's, he's singing all over that thing. Right. And I it, I think that shows he's probably always wanted to, do, wanted to really do that. But, yeah, it's like, I, I think uh, fucking uh, Tribe Called Quest, fucking, I'm blanking on the homie's name. But he just oh Fife Fife I
0: was gonna say Fife yeah
1: he used to say like he hated his voice and everyone would be like yo dude, you're, not to like double entendre you're bugging out like that like that <laughs> was like like that like that was like he used to bug it so like I think about stuff like that and like what you're saying about Tyler it's like you know you, sometimes you just gotta get out of your own head and that's where all creatives really that's yeah. the biggest enemy is yourself at the end of the day.
0: So like what's like how do you combat that? You just gotta just throw it out there and let people decide or right, because you cause we were just saying, like your whole like you haven't put out too much right now and you don't want to feel that pressure, but then it's almost like if you do that, that'll just like move things along. You won't think as much. Like I don't know. I feel like it's like a push and pull kind of thing, if that makes sense.
1: It is. You gotta find that happy medium. Like I said, you gotta you gotta either there's the extreme right, which is like you not wanting to put anything out because it's not perfect yet. And then there's the extreme left where you're fe- fe- feeling that pressure that you need to be one after the other seen. So it's like, you know, you got to just, I guess, be in the middle and find a creative way to be seen and work on your craft at the same time.
0: So, so do you have like a plan
1: to get more people to pay attention to your to more which is out right now? So with more, we're still promoting like on Instagram stories, stuff like that. But uh I, I would say aside from pushing more pushing my my brand, I also will like I've fallen off a little bit with this. Uh don't kill me. <laughs> but I post um beats every day that I'm making like in the studio, I'll post like a little snippet. It's like a, it's like a micro blog, I'll say some shit over.
0: So did the, you self produce the whole song? Like yeah, did you produce well, no. the whole song?
1: So I produced, so the, I, had, I'd, I had the sample. I had uh, like most of it done. And then I got in the studio with Bad Mood Randall, good guy, uh, my homie, performer, producer as well. Um, and we got in the studio and I was like, oh, this! I got this song, like, like 808s vibe. Like, I really want to get this done. Like, I'm not even trying to rap anymore on some funny shit, but like, really? (laughs) And then, uh, he was just like, all right. And we, he added some crazy 808s over it. And I was like, yeah, this feels good. This feels great. So do you feel like
0: something I always think about, and you kind of alluded to it before, when you're making a song or like you're making music in general, do you feel like, oh, I got to figure out what other people are going to like? Or do you f- just say, oh, I'm going to do what I like and just if people fuck with it, they fuck with it. If they don't, they don't. Because I feel like like you're saying, like, oh, he put 808s like I lay like, everyone loves that now. But that's also like the wave. So it's always like, oh, I want to do something different or it's, oh, this is what everyone likes. So I'm going to do that. You right. Know, like, no.
1: Yeah, that's. That's difficult, especially in music, because the trends change so quickly. right. Um, I'll say that I got into producing because of Kanye and because of just Blaze, and more specifically Kanye's dropout graduation, my beautiful dark, twisted twisted fantasy: which, which is your favorite? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy.
0: That's like most people's go-to. You know what's funny is one of my favorite Kanye albums. I it might be my favorite is uh, 808s and heartbreak, and most people that's like their least favorite Kanye album, probably besides for his most recent one. But for some reason, I don't know. That's my favorite. That's like probably my favorite Kanye album.
1: You know what? That one grew on me when I first heard it. I, you're sort of like, oh, I want to hear him rap, rap, and then you yeah. just hate it, and then you don't appreciate it for what it actually right. is, and it's like. It's a very good pop album. It's like yeah. very good pop album, and he, he stepped out of. I think that like no one commends him enough for it. Like he's he's always been that type of guy to 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 go left when people expect him to go right. Right,
0: and that be and that sound kind of became the wave after yeah. that. Like everyone started using like the auto tunes and like the 808. Like people weren't making music like that. And now right. it's more common. And like yeah, I don't think he gets enough credit probably no. for doing that. He always does that.
1: Like I don't think any rappers were really talking about emotions like that yeah. <laughs> before that, with confidence.
0: Yeah, especially you know? back then, yeah, like in like the 2000s For or sure. like whenever that if was. If you were yeah.
1: doing that, you were a pussy. <laughs> right, yeah, that was not the thing to do, yeah. <laughs> but going back to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I actually didn't like that album when it first came out. It took me probably three years, around the time when Jesus came out, because that was when I first started making beats. And I first started making beats just out of a need because no one was giving me beats. How do you teach yourself how to do that? That's what I don't
0: understand. Luckily,
1: I had a, when I was at school, uh, community college, when I came back from LaSalle, I luckily had a music class and they taught beats and bars, like basically like the basic composition of music. And that's all I really needed because I would be in like garage band. Like, I don't understand what this is. But once like I understood four beats in a bar, like the ones and twos, two and three or twos and fours it claps. And I was like, oh, made some of the worst beats you'll ever hear. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the worst beats. I still have them and I show people them. I'm like, look, like, like, it's really not like this is. Like you can do this shit too. Like, yeah, that's like, good to
0: have. It's a reminder of how much better you got. Of too. course, yeah,
1: yeah. And um, so I got to. I started making beats, and um, like I said, I was hu- a huge. I mean, I am a huge Kanye fan. Uh, don't always agree with him, but the music speaks for itself. Uh, and the production, his production, is bar none. And I tried uh, emulating like uh that sound in my in my sound uh when i first started so i make a lot of my early beats sound like very yeezus like if i went on youtube it'd be like kanye type beat of course (laughs) of course and it would would have some weird tag like like (laughs) like (laughs) but uh (laughs) you don't use a tag now i funny i just got a tag from i've because i've been like Producing for other artists recently, and I was like, you know, I might need a tag because I don't want get, to get—I like, don't want to get burnt, like right. Know? So uh, I had my boy in LA, Scoot, uh, make me a tag. and Goes, damn, Dane, and I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, I, I, we'll we'll figure it out. I'm gonna use that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a tag. Got to. Everyone a tag. has
0: to have a tag. What was I gonna say? But yeah, like how you were saying, you just taught yourself. I feel like that's something. That's always like the big hurdles when you start at square one is trying to figure out you're like i don't know what the hell i'm doing like even with this shit like i don't like i still don't really know what i'm doing to be honest right but you just like like if you just do it you figure it out but it's always like like you said at the beginning when you first started it wasn't good Mm, so like how did you have the like confidence that oh i'm gonna figure it out you know what i mean like do you think you just like you just enjoyed it so much you're just like i'm gonna keep doing this because i like it Or do you think you like, you're like, no, I I know I'm going to get good at it. Like, what made you think that?
1: I think at first it was a hobby for sure. It was a hobby. And I was was like, you know, I'm just fucking around on my laptop. And like, then eventually, like, I probably made my first good beat. And I think I sampled Friends of Distinction going in circles, which is like one of my mom's favorite like oldies. And I always like loved it. And I was like, let me just, no, fuck it. Let me try sampling. And I I'm in logic at this point. I upgraded. I'm out I'm out of there garage. <laughs> I'm at a garage, man. I'm in Loving logic. <laughs> I'm in I'm in logic. And I'm like, all right, like so I chopped it up and I made like to me what sounded like a beat that I could hear like an actual artist over and I could felt like I could send it out to someone and they'd be like, this is cool. Um, and I showed showed it p- to people and they were like, like the same people who I showed my shit beats to. And they were, that told me they were shit beats and then heard this and they're like, this is, this is a decent beat. Like, like I've been in the studio and recorded, like, honestly, I got better at produ- production quicker than I got at rapping to me. And which is
0: funny. Cause you would think the rapping would come easy. Like yeah. me not ever making music. I would think, oh, the rapping would come easier for sure. Right. There's
1: less moving parts. You would think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh so I was better at producing, so we're sitting here, I'm and I'm in the studio, I'm recording this song. It's a really good beat. I'll I'll toot my own horn. It was a fire beat. And uh a guy says to me, I think he says to my boy who was in there, he was like, Beat's good. I mean, I don't know about the rapping, but the beat's good. And it didn't sting, but it was like it was like, All right. Like, at least I'm good at one thing right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're getting somewhere. Like, I'll get, I'm getting somewhere. Like, yeah. I, like I could have been, took that, like, to heart and been like, fuck this shit, packed up the laptop, and like, started looking up my nine to fives and whatnot. But I was like, I was like, well, I'm good at one thing, you know, and the other will come because, like, I, there was a point where I could have looked at Logic and been completely lost
0: yeah it's like intimidating like when you look for at sure. yeah
1: and another thing i feel like people take for granted like these small setups like this like what we have right now like if you like like you said you were like i barely know what i'm doing but like if you were put in like a huge like fucking like uh production studio how much better would it come out than this? You right, because you wouldn't
0: know how to use 90% of that anyway. And and the stuff's good. Like, you don't, like, these mics are, like, 60 bucks. Like, uh, that's, like, it's, like, and it, it works. My yeah. stuff sounds just as good as anything Exactly, else. I mean, exactly.
1: Like, I, you can't, I think people take for granted the, the, the D, DIY setup. Like, I wouldn't, ne- I don't like going to huge studios. Yeah. I don't like that. I like recording in something like this and I'll be in there and just like mom and pop shop the shit out of it. Right. It's, I think it's way better. And I think it,
0: it comes out like you like you're I don't know if authentic's the word but it's like you're putting more it's like just like raw I guess. I don't know if that makes sense but I feel like it's almost like like I prefer seeing concerts like a small like close venue where it's like very intimate as For opposed sure. to like it's like a big stage and you're like sitting in like a, seats it's almost the same thing it's just like more of an intimate setting. I feel like that could probably help the creativity a little bit too
1: absolutely I don't know what it is with me I maybe I'm just like like a little shy I don't know like I perform and I'm not like shy, but like I just prefer being in like someone's little room upstairs it's just cranking out hits after hits after hits and just doing that instead of being in the studio a huge studio with 20 people yeah that's
0: true too more (laughs) shit to distract you yeah right yeah everyone's gonna pull up (laughs) what are uh what are performances like
1: fun where have
0: you like what's like the best place you performed or like the best atmosphere where you performed
1: I would say the best atmosphere we performed at a bar for... Who's we? when You you said we a few times. So I say we because we is uh, me and my DJ, Donnie. Uh, that's my, my homie from college. He, he DJs all my shows. Ironically, he didn't DJ this show. Uh, but we put on a show over in Philly, bar over in Philly. And it was my boy, Wes, who is in Overeasy. A band I'm in. Uh, I'm one fourth of Over, e- Over Easy, the best boy band on the planet. <laughs> it's uh, a boy band? Yeah, we're a bo- man band, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. We're a man band. <laughs>
0: a man band, that's awesome.
1: But yeah, we, uh, it was his 30th birthday, and he, this was before I was in the band. And uh, I was on the bill, and we had a bunch of people crowded out. And uh, it was just like I was performing basically in the middle of everyone. And it was just, like, the best feeling. Like, like once again, like, it was better than... We have performed at Voltage Lounge, which is a decent venue, but, like, sometimes just, like, it's way better when you have everyone just close in, and it's just, like, they're almost performing with you. Right. If they're dancing, they're, they're part of the performance themselves. Yeah. Which is dope.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's, like, you feed off that energy when it's, like, that intimate of a setting like that. Mm-hmm. Um... So I want to hear about this man band. The man band. What what's what kind of music is that? Is that the same, similar to what you do now on your own, or is that different? How is I, it working with other people like that and stuff?
1: I would say it's a different sound. Maybe more more upbeat and positive. Uh, we're sort of like an R&B rap group. Uh, it started off with Greg and I believe Wes, and they were doing uh, something closer to, I would say, maybe like, like a reggae sound, like revolution almost like okay. like. But uh they sort of shifted their sound and uh a little bit before I get it got in, they were a little more R and B. And then when I joined, we started making just just bops, like like just really getting after it. And um it's been interesting.
0: Have you put out music yet?
1: We just released our official single since I've joined, James Harden. It's a nice little barbecue bop. For I guess Labor Day's over, but next time you have a barbecue on a beautiful day, play that back to back to back to back to back.
0: Damn, I have to listen to that. I didn't know that was out then.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, we have so we have a ton of music recorded. Uh, Ty, he's the producer, engineer, the group. Uh, he just went on tour with his band, his other band. He drums as well. Rich people. So we're probably going to be working on a lot more or dropping a lot more while he's gone just to keep people enticed.
0: That's another question. Like, how do you know when the right time to drop something is? Like you said, oh, we have like, you know, we've you've made a lot of songs. We only have one out. And I remember I interviewed another uh, rap group and they're kind of saying the same thing. Like they just had a song come out recently that did really well. And they're like, yeah, we've been sitting on it for like a year. So how do you, like, what determines what the right time is to put any song out?
1: I would personally say I don't think there's any right time. Uh, I mean, I guess unless there's uh, there's content in a song that's, that's, like, relative to a specific date.
0: Right, like, relevant to the time or something. Yeah,
1: but I would say, you know, like, this is also me talking to myself. Like, just let go of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> just let the people hear it. Just let them get it. It's 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 that simple, I feel like.
0: Yeah, because I always feel like there's so many, like, oh, these people work together, but they never put it out, or they have this unreleased thing and that unreleased thing, and I never know, like, like how do you know what's going to be the right song? Like right. You know, because some things, hit. you might have the best song, like, the response would be the best to that one song, but for some reason, you decided never to put it out. Exactly. So I always think that's, you know, crazy.
1: And I feel like people don't understand that you could put a song out and just market that song for a year, for two years, or as long as you need to. And it, it, if it has that juice, it'll go. Like Lizzo's song, Truth. Say that yeah. Lizzo's song, Truth Hurts. She was two years old, and it's just like popping off. That's the same with like Fetty Waps' original uh, Trap Queen. Like he put that out a while before that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That, that popped off. So it's like you just gotta. You just got to, once you put the music out, you can't forget about it and say, oh, the initial response was all that it's going to get. You have to just put the work in and and, and market and just right. keep, keep getting out there.
0: So then speaking of the marketing, you seem like you take it pretty seriously. So I'm just going to make that assumption. There are a lot of people, I think, today where they focus more on the marketing than the actual quality of the music. So they'll, you know, like people will wild out on Instagram or do stupid shit just to kind of get popping and then they'll use the music as a way to like make money through other avenues or do right. something else. You know what I mean? So does that ever like frustrate you if you see, Oh, that person's not even taking it seriously. They're just doing some dumb shit and then they just blew up because they had one song that they clearly didn't, you know what I mean? Like people don't right. really put effort into it, but it might still work out for them. Whereas someone else could be putting in that work and it takes way longer.
1: I mean, I try not to worry about what other people are doing too much. But even as you're saying, those types of like, I I guess you would call them artists or like social media influencers, like they sort of weed themselves out eventually, like people get sick of that. Like if you get on too quickly, it's sort of like you'll get off very quickly. You know, it's like you can't do that. And expect to have a foundation of solid fans to keep you going, to give you longevity.
0: Right. Yeah, they're pretty fickle. And I feel like whenever someone like that blows up, the people don't like them. They just like the like the whole aura around it. So it's almost like they're ready to... The next person that does that, they're going to jump to that. Of so course. it's it's not really the person... Specific like that person it's just what they're doing, and it's whoever's going to do that next. They're going to gravitate to that. Exactly. So it's kind of what you said. It's not like you're building a real fan base. It's just people who are for I don't know why, but they're searching for that type of music or content or right. whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are kids though. Like kids are usually like that. that that's yeah, like troll music. It, it's what, it's all
0: the it's <laughs> all the white kids online that like rap now. <laughs> yeah,
1: little kids. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs>
0: Well <laughs> trolls. Yeah, you actually kind of said something too, which I actually I don't know if I said that wrong like my friend he was how we connected. Um but I think I got an argument with him about it. But what makes somebody an artist? You kind of said that before. Like if I cuz you don't you're not you're independent, right? Mm. So you just uploaded it yourself to the streaming services. Like say I somehow figured out how to make a song on my program on my computer. It sucks. But I make it, I put it up, and it's on Spotify. Am I an artist now?
1: Absolutely. You think? Absolutely. Really? I would say so. Because you did the creative process. You created something. You're out there. Someone's going to like it.
0: Yeah, so you think there's really no, like, barriers to entry. But then do you think that diminishes, like, if someone, like, like, you calling yourself an artist and me calling myself an artist are really two different things, like, You know, if I put something on SoundCloud, if I say I'm an artist, am I on the same level as you? So, like, can you use the same terminology?
1: I would still say so. I think, I think, I mean, everyone in every occupation is a creative to some point. I agree with that.
0: I think people lose, like, don't see the art in things.
1: Like, someone doing a marketing campaign is a creative. Right. I would even go to say maybe an artist. Like, you're, you're... Like those are exhibitions of art, I would say, depending on what you're doing. Like I, who, whoever was behind the, the, uh, what was it when Kanye put his face on the side of like Wrigley field? Oh yeah. When that was New when Jesus came out. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Was like, like someone was behind that marketing campaign and that's like an art pop, like it was a pop-up, like that's art. Like right. if someone created that, like that's art. So you can't really, I think, uh, people should be more loose with terms, especially when, uh, talking about art and, uh, create, creating and creations because, you know, it's, there's no, everyone's showing that you can really blur the lines. Like you look at so many top like creatives, they're in so many different businesses and, and platforms. It's like, you can't box something in like that.
0: Yeah. So do you, is there any other type of creative outlet that interests you outside of
1: music? Of course. Uh, film, for sure. Um, I actually, when we were talking earlier, when I was living in Chelsea, I was working with a, a uh, production team and we did a fantasy football documentary uh, executive produced by Tiki Barber, actually. And it oh, was like I, I was nice. working as the key production assistant and it was a good time. And um, I was in New York and then came back and was like, I can do this like here. And quickly realized that New York is 10 times better than Philadelphia as far as like the film industry goes. Right. And at that time, I mean, it's getting better, but at that time it was like, wow. Like I came back here with a ton of experience, and it's really dry out here. And uh, I actually, when I released Rumble, one of the songs on SoundCloud, I uh, had a meeting after, shortly after that with uh, a couple of industry guys at the Soho house, and they were talking to me like, so like asking me about music and whatnot, and I was like, I'll be completely honest with you. This is more of a platform for me to break in the film, and as like industry guys, they didn't want really wanna, they didn't want to hear that at all. And I'm like, really, I just kept kept it 100. And they were like, eh. they were like, okay, well, like we talked a bit after that, but like I kind of feel like that didn't set it off like that comment. But I was like, yeah, I don't mind. Like it, it is. I was honest, and I take pride in being honest.
0: Yeah, that was that was the truth at the time. Yeah,
1: it was so. the truth at the time. So like, I mean. Granted, I've I've fo- started focusing more on music, but film will always like be in the back of my mind. Like what I, I still write. I still write screenplays. Uh when I start doing I have start getting uh music videos together. I'm probably gonna direct them myself, you know. Yeah, film is like the other love for sure.
0: That's awesome. That's so interesting that you said at one point that you want to pursue film over music.
1: Right. So I do, you, was,
0: do you think that was just a result of when you moved to Philadelphia and you realized, oh, it's dry from a film standpoint, so you just started focusing on music more? Do you think it was kind of like incidental that way? Or do you think you actually just fell in love with the music more?
1: I felt like I felt that way. I felt like I like Philly is not a film city, um, but it also wasn't really a music city at the time. There, like there weren't like too many outlets open for independent artists at this, as well. And, uh, but I think what pushed me to music more was that I had a laptop and I could sit in front of it and make beats. And you can't always go out and shoot something and it's ready, you know? Like I can make a beat and it's finished. I can't go shoot something, go get act, like it, it was just way easier to do music. So like, I was like, you know what? Let's just see what this is hitting for.
0: It's actually pretty funny because that's almost exactly how I ended up doing this podcast. I started off, I like became a personal trainer and I wanted to do all fitness shit, so i made my own like fitness brand, all that stuff. And then I started going, all right, I don't want to be a corny, like flexing on Instagram like a douche. So I was like, I'm going to try making it more content based and try and build a brand. So I was trying to f- do more film stuff. And then the problem I was running into was you are always having to rely on other people. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty much impossible to go and film yourself and do all those things. Like you need almost a team or at least another person. So then I got to the point where I was like, all right, this isn't really working out, but I have this desire to create something. So I figured if I learn this shit, I can control it.
1: Of course. Bro. It's like
0: right there. That's like the same thing.
1: Relying on people is the worst. <laughs> it's hard. Cause it's, it's
0: not even like people have good intentions, but it's just exactly. like, they're, they're just not on the same like path as you. Like, right. You want to succeed in music or you want to do film, let's say, but you got to find someone who's going to help you achieve your dream in film. Right. Exactly. So it's like, that's a lot to expect out of somebody. So it makes it a little more difficult.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, relying on people is the worst, but like, and that's the reason that I started making beats because I was like, I, no one's giving them to me. So I have to make my own I guess and that's sort of where I'm at I'm at now as far as like engineering I'm starting to like get the hang of that like a little bit get the basics of that and like luckily Ty he's really really good with that Um, you know they say they say you should if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room with over easy I feel like Wes is a better rapper than me I feel like Ty's a better producer than me and I feel like Greg's a better vocalist and since we've gotten together and started making music I've felt myself, like, sort of hit that next plateau, like, that next level. I'm, it's, it, they're making me a better artist, and, like, it's, like, the best fucking thing right now. Like, I feel like I'm finally getting into my lane, getting my voice, and it's taken a while, but, like, I've always said once I get my voice, it's, it's over. <laughs> it's
0: good to be in that environment, though, because if you're around like-minded individuals, that only drives you to keep doing what you're doing of course. you know because i always feel like that was for me like i never thought about doing anything creative like i was just i honestly just assumed i wasn't creative and never even tried and never surrounded myself with people want to do that shit so then when i wanted to do this everyone i was surrounded by is like a finance bro <laughs> so right. it's like yeah. you know so then you're like ah like i wish i had someone like that like you have your band of people who are all trying to do something very similar they're all very motivated like that's only going to bring out the best in you i of think of course at
1: least. yeah you know it's 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 I would say it goes further than like minded because I I like I wasn't I was stalled out really and like a few a bunch of my friends are successful in their own endeavors. They, they're like in finance. And I, my roommate's a lawyer. Like my other homies, like an engineer. Like it's like they're successful people, but it just wasn't like the success I wanted.
0: Right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So it's
1: like you have to. It, it's not even like people with drive and like determination you got to be with someone who's who's probably in doing the same shit you're doing right i think that changes a lot yeah as far as i've seen for myself
0: yeah no that's definitely true yeah because like people like i said they're, they're doing finance stuff but they're getting that certification this certification they're moving to a different company like they're on their own path and they're doing very well but it's like maybe that's just not what you're looking for if what you're trying to do yourself and if that doesn't like if you're with people doing something different it's just gonna You know it's not the path you're trying to go yeah so what do you think like so you were saying the music scene of philadelphia like isn't like it's obviously not new york do you think that hurts in any way do you think that makes it more difficult to break out as an artist or do you think location doesn't matter because i also think like back in the day before the internet was as big especially hip-hop was very regional like, the therapy. sounds were so, like, you I, you could listen to something and you'd be like, oh, that person's from New Orleans, that person's from Houston, that person's from, like, you could tell. Now, yeah. that doesn't really exist, but I would still, but people still always go to, like, New York or L.A. to make music. Right, so right. where you are still matters in a way. So do you think that, like, plays a role in any, how you approach anything?
1: Well, I will say this, like, the Philly scene is is definitely, like, popping now. I would say it's, it's especially because, like, we got people in South Jersey, like that area that are doing the big things too, like Ish Williams, Kev Rogers, like mere Fontaine. say from there. Fontaine.
0: I love Mir Fontaine. Mir Fontaine's saying, from yeah.
1: there. Uh, big So Dope. That's one of the homies. And like, like they were creating like a, an own regional sound at the moment, I feel like. I mean, I personally don't feel like I'm a part of it because like my sound is like, I don't know, I'm just in the weird shit. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I th- like, but listening to them, I feel like, like there's, there is a Philly sound. Um, but like you said, you're totally right. Like the sounds are blending now. Like if you look at designer, everyone thought he was from Atlanta when he came out with Panda and he was from the Mecca, Brooklyn, like yeah. hip hop. it's like, how do you sound like that? That's crazy. But I, I think like if you go to New York or LA, and you take yourself out of, you know, I guess your home base or maybe just a smaller market, you're only inserting yourself into an oversaturated market. Right. And it's like, what are, what do you have to offer different out in L.A. that they don't see every day, that they don't see every day in New York? Where if I'm in Philly, if I'm in Philly and I, like, make my own, Like, uh, if I make shoot my own feature-length film out in Philly and I start promoting it, that looks way cooler than if I was doing that in L.A. And more people are going to pay attention in Philly than if they were in L.A. That's true. So it's like, you know what? Like, let me stay here, burn Philly up, and then we'll see what happens from there.
0: And that's probably why people do the dumb shit, like we were saying. Like, you're in an oversaturated market, so how Mm -hmm. do I... Do something that's why I do something crazy. It's the right. only way I can make myself look different. Because exactly. everyone else is doing the same thing. So that probably is why that leads to that. Um, what do you think? So like you have this single right now going forward, do you see yourself putting out continuing to put out more singles, or do you see this heading towards like a body of work?
1: That's interesting because I feel like the new single is a body of work. So, like, no one's really dropping singles, I feel like, except besides, like, Drake and, like, fucking who else? Like, pop stars, really. Yeah. Like, otherwise, you're just dropping a full-length album on Friday, and everyone's going to listen to that full, fully through because everyone's fucking attention span is so short. Um, I personally f- have, like, plans for something similar to that, but... In a different way, like, I won't get into the specifics, but putting out a full body of work seems like something an independent artist shouldn't be doing. I feel like you can just put out singles, singles, singles.
0: Until something catches, hopefully. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you have enough music, then sure, you can put out a full body of work, but, like, it depends what you're trying to... Do are you trying to you know do the rust thing like put a song out every Well that's crazy. He's know?
0: he's absolutely insane. Um he's a DIY king also. Right. He does everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I appreciate I, I I respect the uh I'm not big on him
0: yeah. like personally like listen to him a lot but yeah, you got to respect like that type I of I respect hustle. the move for sure. Yeah. That hustle is incredible. Yeah.
1: Um if you can do that <laughs> that's that's yeah. beautiful, you know. I I just I at the, time, at the moment, I, I just want to put out singles and then the work towards that full body of work. Because I I when I actually put out a full body of work, I want people to be paying attention. That makes because, sense. Because if I'm going to put out a full body of work, I'm going to put a lot of fucking work into it. Right. And I don't want that to fall on deaf ears.
0: Yeah. Do you think... Because I always think I go back and forth now that streaming is the main way people consume music if albums matter anymore. Because kind of, you would think it almost doesn't because it's not a physical thing; it's all digital. You would think, oh, like just put out as many singles as possible. Right. But then, kind of what you said, it almost seems like everyone's just album Friday, album Friday. It seems like there's less singles, and I actually get mad when people put out singles before an album. To be honest, like Mm. I almost want a single to just be on its own. Or just an album to
1: right. come out, because I
0: feel like then you're just giving me the album before the album comes yeah, out. Like I already heard it.
1: Precursor, something. Right,
0: yeah. Just give me a, something a on its own, or give me the album. But it does seem like people are just putting out albums now.
1: Yeah, I. It might be a money thing. I think it's got to be a financial thing.
0: It's probably just to make sense with the streams. Like, yeah,
1: it's, it's just, just <laughs> you get that many songs out there at the same time, and you just it's all following each other. I don't know though. I that's like something that why not just put out an album maybe yeah. i'll put out an album and <laughs> just talk to you into it <laughs> talk to me into an album.
0: that's funny Vinny's he's uh,
1: gonna host an album as well yeah we'll Wolf mentality my uh, uh, name it that huh well mentality yeah
0: that should just be the album <laughs> um do you do you work full-time outside of music I bartender,
1: yeah. Okay. So, like, I am the introvert bartender. Doesn't work. (laughs) Really? I
0: feel like that could work, though, because I feel like everyone's drunk and, like, probably ignoring you. Like, they don't want to talk, like, especially, like, you're not a cute girl. No offense. (laughs) Damn,
1: he said I'm not a cute girl. (laughs)
0: Fuck. Yeah, so, like, I could see that, but that's almost a good job, though, to have because so you don't have a nine to five. Did you ever have a nine to five?
1: Never. Ah. I wouldn't call that a nine to five when I was working on the uh, film, Yeah, when you're doing no. that. I wouldn't yeah. call that nine to five. No. No.
0: I feel like that's good, though, doing bartending because that frees up your time more. I was thinking like time's the most valuable thing. So if you're like have this structured time that then you only have this small window to do what you're trying to do outside of it, it makes it way tougher. Bartending, it's like, oh, I have to do it at night. It gives you all data. Exactly. Flexibility.
1: No. I mean, besides from the flexibility, you surprise how many people in the service industry are musicians and artists themselves so you know that it's almost like a community and and the service industry is a community itself so like it kind of sticks together so you'll see a lot of people like I know a ton of people in the city and I'll bring a ton of those people out for shows because just knowing them through the service industry and like I feel like that's a lot of places and I met you know a few artists that I work with through the service in- industry so it's like It's been very good to me as far as that goes. Yeah. So what do you think about... And the money. (laughs) Yeah, that's the most
0: important thing because unfortunately we need that. Uh, So how do you think like networking kind of, because you were saying that's essentially a way for you to network, right? Like you've met people in the music scene through the service industry or whatever. You kind of talked about how you had that conversation with the industry dudes at Soho House. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, people don't know. Sew so House, super bougie. Oh, so bougie. The, the Bougie. One of the bougiest places yeah.
1: you could go to in New York. I was in there with a backpack and ripped <laughs> jeans and was like, oh, <laughs> I forgot my suit. <laughs> yeah, they would kick me out if I tried to go in there. And my boat shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but so do you feel... I think everyone can improve on their networking and connecting with people. But do you feel like you need to network in order to further your career do you think you can kind of seclude yourself and be you said you're a little introverted you can be introverted seclude yourself make music and eventually it'll just work out
1: no no as much as I want to say yeah and do it and just hide in my room uh I gotta say no uh a lot of the connections I made a lot of the shows I've gotten have been through reaching out and talking to people and um as much as I hate it you know going to events I don't really want to be at but uh it's It's worked out in my favor as much as I am introverted and don't really want to talk
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's true though like going like you said going to events you' want to go to, but I feel like that goes a long way because everything's all over the phone now that just meeting someone in person changes a lot yeah you know what I mean, like you and me were texting like the last couple of days but then it's like now that I met you like the not that we have like we're like best friends, even right. though we're gonna joke that we are, but like it's different, you know. Like of what course. I mean, if we were just texting for yeah. four days and did it over the phone, maybe, and that's it, it's totally different than now that I met you in person.
1: Of course, I feel like that with artists. Like like there's artists that I've worked with and talked on the phone or texted, and I've actually made a song with, but it's not until you like see them in person, you go to one of the shows, or they come to you on your shows, and you're like, oh, we have established a relationship that is fucking real yeah like it's it's all about that face-to-face contact
0: yeah it's more genuine then
1: of of course yeah yeah.
0: uh so what's the we kind of talked about a little bit but what's your game plan because even though we said we said you only have one song but you've been doing music for a while so i think i get the vibe like you are starting to feel confident in your music that you're ready to start Like you want to start making more moves and more things happen. And so like, do you have a set game plan of like, all right, like I want to, you don't even have to get specific if you don't want to, but do you have a game plan? Like, Oh, like I'm going to do this and I have it all mapped out. Or are you kind of just going to go with the flow and just hope that's kind of what I do. I kind of just, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know what my goal is. I'm just doing shit. I'm like something will work out.
1: I think it's a mixture of both, a mixture of, uh, you know, going with the flow and having some sort of idea. I think the general idea that I have right now is that me and Overeasy we're going to put a lot of our music out. Uh, and then maybe eventually an EP, um, Wes, me and Wes have a lot of music together. We may do something on the solo or not solo tip, duo tip. Um, but as far as my solo shit goes, I'm going with the flow with that. Uh, it it all comes down to what over easy, and then what we me and West do, and then I'll see. You know, if I get back, I'm I'm pushing more. That's like the number one priority right now. But like I said, I do have a lot of songs in the tuck, and a lot of music, a lot of content. Regardless, that I'm ready to let go. Yeah, yeah. I always think it's hard
0: because I like everyone always says like you need to have a plan, and I even when I interviewed. Another music artist recently, they said, like, the number one thing I would tell him, I asked him, oh, like, what would you tell yourself when you started, like, now? He's like, oh, I would tell myself to have a plan. But then I always, always think, like, shit never goes according to plan anyway. So right. it's almost like you could plan, 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 but then at some point you got to, like, actually do it yeah, and action. just kind of let whatever happens, happens.
1: Of course. Like, yeah. action, you, you got to take that first step. Yeah. You could sit in your room and think about that album all night, night, night and morning, but... Until you take that first step and get that those first few songs done, or even that first drum line done, it, it's just, it's just that a dream. So yeah. you, it's all about action.
0: Yeah, like I personally get caught in that a lot. I always that's like something I always have to work on. And I think a lot of people too.
1: Oh yeah, I guilt myself in the making music every day. I would love to lay down, and just like uh yeah, lay around, maybe catch a movie, watch Inglorious Bastards, and for the 80th time.
0: That's your favorite movie.
1: I wouldn't say favorite. Definitely a. What's your favorite? Favorite movie. Favorite movie. So, I wouldn't call it my favorite movie, but it's probably the movie that's in my top three the most, and it's Goodfellas.
0: Let's go. I
1: wish I I wish I wish it was it was more of like a (laughs) indie movie to seem cooler, but yeah, Yeah. Goodfellas is my shit. (laughs) I
0: always say that. Yeah, people always like, oh, The Godfather. Like, nah, the best mob movie is Goodfellas for sure.
1: Easily. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It's too good.
0: It's too good. That's all, all right. Good, good answer. <laughs> that was the right answer.
1: And ironically, I was watching The Wolf of Wall Street last night, and that's there you go. Basically, the same movie. Yeah, that's true. It's it the is. same movie down yep. to the except t- people
0: aren't getting whacked.
1: They're they getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, they're just that's getting true. arrested. Just Probably a different should. way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting whacked by by, by the, the law. <laughs> by the <wall>. law. <laughs> all
0: right. Um. So amor is out. I'm going to put links and everything for the show so people can listen to it. Cause they should listen. I put it on. So I actually do like, I could do the fitness thing. I try to theme it as a like workout playlist. I do them every week, but I put your song on it a awesome. few weeks back. Um, but I'm going to put it, the links back so people can listen to it again. Cause it's, I really like it a lot.
1: Love that. Appreciate um, it.
0: And then what's your song with over easy again?
1: James like, Harden, the,
0: the man band, James yeah, Harden. Man, Why man. was it? Are you a big James Harden guy?
1: So there's a, a line in the song uh, we Euro step them hoes, like that nigga out in Houston. That's so kind that's, of a cool line. <laughs> that <laughs> that is that. Wes all day. I like that. Uncle Endo, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, he
0: does have the Euro step down. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um okay, so those are out. We're gonna what's gonna come first? Over easy music or first name Dane music? Or yeah. everything, it's just all
1: coming. I think it's all, it's all coming. Just, all right. It's all coming. Pause. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not good at pausing. I'll just say it and I won't even think to pause. It's, maybe I should. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's do the music recommendation. Besides, obviously, everyone go listen to your music right. and Overeasy's music. Do that first.
1: Uh, I got two. Um, and they're not rap at all. Uh,
0: That's fine. I, I actually prefer that.
1: I am a huge Bon Iver fan. Okay, tw- I think it was. It's called Twenty One. Something. Ah, I forget the name. But that album, it came out three years ago. Great album. Love it. Uh, it's not so much their old folk sound that they used to have. It's a lot more. I would say it sounds like Yeezus, Really, a lot like Yeezus. He well, they like imagine hit- if like Shia LaBeouf. Made Jesus. I don't <laughs> as, know if I can imagine. As, that. <laughs> right, like so, you have to go listen now. <laughs> that's
0: a great. That's a great way to pitch it, though. that does make me want to listen yeah, to more. Right?
1: Yeah, and uh yeah, it's just like it's really good album.
0: Well, the the head guy
1: I never is a bond. Justin Justin verner it, Vernon. Yeah, he
0: makes mu- music with Kanye. Yes, he? right. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. He so he got put on through Woods, which was eventually the sample. I wouldn't say sample, but. They basically just used that part of the song in uh, "Lost in the World," like the beginning. Okay. I'm a winner. so that's him. So like, I started listening to him through that, and I was like, oh, I love this dude. And they just—I didn't even realize—they just put out another album, yeah, which I did. listened to the, yesterday. This year, I think. Yeah, right? this Is year. This year, yeah? This yeah. year it's, 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 that one's good too. I wouldn't say as good as the last one, but I, I also only listened once. You got to give it more than one listen. I uh,
0: yeah. I always say that there are so many. I also almost feel like a lot of times there's something I love right away and I'm sick of it in a week of and other things like I won't be that into it at first. And then for some reason I'll us do it again. And then the thing I almost, I didn't really love it first ends up being my favorite. That's happened so right. many times. Yeah. I don't it's, know. Do you know why that is? I don't know why that is.
1: Sometimes you just got to sit, things you got to sit with just they, they have a better shelf life. Yeah. Like, and you just like, this is great, and it's, it's so cool to listen to something and find something new every time. Right, that's how I feel with uh, Blonde.
0: Blonde's a great album. Yeah, I
1: was right. more of a Channel Orange guy though. I could understand that. Yeah, I but can that's but Channel Orange is more poppy.
0: Although I love, I love like more R and B stuff. I've listened to that more lately. But I mean, Blonde's great, obviously. But
1: yeah, great.
0: Yeah, but that's how I felt with Igor. Like when I, it, I think it was a bad environment. But like. So I was so hyped in that when it was coming out, and I was I was actually in a truck with my friends drive shipping up to Boston to hang out with my friend, mm-hmm. and we listened to him in the car. I don't know my friend's speaker sucked or something, but we were like, because you know, like people make fun of him, like, oh, he doesn't say anything, right? Like, oh, he's not saying any words. So we were like, my friend looked at each other, we're like, fuck, dude, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. I was so upset, dude. I was like depressed that night. I was like, damn, like I didn't like it, like uh-huh. the fuck, man. And I was so upset. And then the next day, I went to the gym. And I listened to it on headphones. And I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. Like literally just one, like a second listen, different environment, like whatever. And I loved it. But like if I was just like, oh, that sucks. And that was that. It's like.
1: Bro, oh. his progression as a, a producer is like yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's he like,
0: self-produces everything too. Yeah. Like
1: like not even like, like, I wouldn't even call him a producer. He's like a composer. Like he's just like, yeah. he's doing everything.
0: Do you view artists differently when they do stuff like that?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say differently. It's, like, cool, like, I mean, like...
0: Because you're a big Kanye guy, and that's what Kanye yeah, does, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I guess so, like, I, I got a little bit more respect, I guess, but, like, I still think Hove is the best, like, rapper ever, but, like, he doesn't produce, he doesn't even touch a keyboard, Yeah, yeah. you know? It's, like, it is cool, but it's, like, I mean, it's apples and oranges, really, I feel like. It's that's like, true.
0: Yeah, that's, Yeah. Yeah, people they're doing like different things then if you're producing versus if you're just rapping over other people's stuff.
1: Luck, luckily he had like the best producers ever. All, yeah, that,
0: like all wow, That'll
1: help for sure. That'll definitely yeah. help. He had like the Miami Heat of producers on every album. Do you ever try to reach
0: out? I mean, like, would you rather produce for other great artists or would you rather create music with great producers and only do one or the other? Say it again. Would you rather only like do the vocals and work with amazing producers, or would you rather only produce for great artists?
1: Mm. Damn, that that one's taw- tough. Tough, because like, there's something about having your hands on something and getting it done with your hands, and producing an out like a, producing a beat. It's just like very very self-satisfying as far as like if i'm just someone gives me a beat and i rap rap over it it feels like i did far less so i'm gonna go with this the latter which is crazy because i didn't think i would well now i know something new about myself <laughs> <laughs> but oh before i before we get out of here the second one
0: yeah i was gonna say that, the, second, the second second thing. one
1: found this guy because of Bon ever. Uh, he's actually on the third. at that band's on the third song. Uh, it's called "Love Loss, and Auto Tune" by Swamp Dog.
0: Swamp Dog, never heard of that. It's
1: this old black dude that used to sing in like a like a a band, and he is basically just like singing over auto tune, and it's it's if you <laughs> I. I think I saw the music video before I like listened to it and I was just like, This can't it has I thought it was satire, but (laughs) no, this guy was actually like singing his ass off in autotune. He's like eighty seven. Like he's an old dude. Like it's and but it's really good. Like the one song, Lonely, is like him just talking about his lady being gone and I was like, damn, this guy's he's hurting. (laughs) Damn. It's great though. It's like that was that and so like that's sort of like shown like where i'm at as an artist like cuz i've been trying to sort of fuck with like vocal distortion and like trying to get the most out of vocals not just like at the main track but like underlying and like i use a lot of vocals in my beats that's kanye esque yes so like i've been listening to those albums to try and get a better understanding and a better uh view of how I can uh execute that so the, those two albums I would definitely check out for sure
0: swamp dog oh, that sounds that just sounds cool so yeah I'm definitely gonna give that yeah and
1: like I said it's an 87 year old black dude and I think he was wearing like he's 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 just like a straight target outfit in his uh <laughs> like machino head to toe like like that was him uh but it's 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 great a great album you should definitely check it out it's it's fun
0: it's cool. All right. So do that after you listen to Amor by first name Dane and James Harden by the man band yeah. Over Easy. Right? Listen, over Easy. Listen,
1: yeah. Over Easy. Listen to it like a, a sandwich. Right? Amor, Swamp Dog, James Harden. That's a good idea. All yeah.
0: right. Do that. Uh, thanks for doing this. And um, now we're best friends. Yeah, Of course, man. <laughs> the homie. See you guys.